Hey, you got him with this one, dog. It's so soulful. Let's take him back. Come on. Hey, remember back in the block in the summertime when the sidewalk got so boiling hot that the heat from the street almost melts your flip flops or burn through your new shoes and leave you. With holes in your socks Us city slickers, there was no water in spots So we'd head to the corner, Mr. Warner would knock Off the knob on top of the hydrant we What was on the is up? Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome back so All my doodadders, future fathers, potential parents And everyone else tuning in This is episode 22 of Dad Heart with a podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're on episode 22. And once again, we are coming at you for the second week in a row with a double dip. This is the second episode of the week um, following the first bonus episode that dropped earlier announcing the winners of the first annual Dad Heart Awards. Again, If you missed the bonus episode where the winners were announced, number one, you should check that out. But number two, these awards are just some fun little thing that that I wanted to uh, to try and test the waters with and and see if if people took to it. And you know what? You did. Uh, Listener engagement was fantastic. Engagement on social media was fantastic. Uh, There were so many votes and and comments and and ideas thrown my way uh, in regards to these awards. And it seemed like everybody had a fun time doing it. So we're going to keep it rolling. And yes, next year during awards season, expect the second annual Dad Hard Award. Uh, now let's jump into this week's episode. I am Mo Green, the host and creator of Dad Hard with a Podcast, and thank you very much for tuning in once again. Um, as always, I truly appreciate everybody clicking that button, clicking that dial, checking back in, throwing your headphones on, whether you're on your iPhone, your Android, your computer, your mom's computer, your desktop, you're sitting at work, slogging through. You're listening to me, you're listening to the podcast, that means you're getting some good value out of it, whether you're a parent, a future parent, or just somebody that is interested in the road and crazy experience that is fatherhood. So thank you again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. As always, to connect on a fatherhood brotherhood or even a parenthood brotherhood, uh, shoot us an email at dadhardpod at gmail.com or as always, follow the Instagram at dadhardpod and the Facebook, facebook.com slash dadhardpod. Please jump onto the Facebook page as we just launched the Dad Hard fundraiser for the Association of Frontal Temporal Degeneration in honor of the loss of my um, my great uncle Gary um, that passed away a couple of weeks ago, which I dedicated last week's episode to and will continue to dedicate every episode going forward to. So Gary, this one's for you. But yes, we are we are trying to raise money uh, for research on frontotemporal degeneration, which is the, the horrifying disease that took his life um, and trying to do whatever we can on the dad from the dad hard side to help prevent others in the future, whether it's this year, next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, whatever it might be, um, seeing what that disease did to my uncle um, and, and and reading about what it does to people in general, um, it, it's serious and it's not it's not a disease that is at the forefront of conversation and it is extremely, extremely painful. Um, and basically death is imminent when once you are diagnosed with it. There's no coming back. Um, so, you know, I'm trying to do our part. We're trying to do our part with Dad Hard Movement um, to try to raise money and raise awareness for the disease in hopes that somehow, some way, um, we can find a, a cure or there's research that can help to prevent the or slow down the degeneration process that comes along with this disease. So, if you have it in your hearts and you like what you hear and you love Dad Hard with a podcast, please jump onto the Facebook page, facebook.com slash dadhardpod and donate. Doesn't matter whether it's five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 100 bucks, 500 bucks, um, whatever you can give helps. Every little bit helps. We are trying to raise $5,000 by his 70, what would have been his 70th birthday on June 23rd. Um, so please help us get to that goal. Um, now on to the good stuff. It is week 28 
of dadding hard for me. And this has been actually one of the roughest weeks. Uh, and I'll explain why in a second. Uh, but yes, it, it's probably been one of the roughest weeks since the early days of fatherhood. Um, and the main reason for that is because we're entering, obviously, every stage is uncharted territory when it comes to your first child, right? But we, my wife and I, and my daughter are entering truly uncharted territory because my daughter is starting to get teeth. And, you know, you think you get teeth uh, and and they just, it just happens and they come through and then you can start eating and it's all fun and games is a part of growing up, but it's not. It's actually extremely painful and uncomfortable for the baby. I can see the pain and discomfort in my daughter, not just in, you know, her like, she'll be pushing her tongue out, like under her bottom lip, clearly trying to play with it because she feels something's coming in, which is a whole nother crazy thing in itself is that she's now feeling the physicality of her development. Uh, and this is kind of the first time that a child has to feel their own body changing, which is just a really crazy and wild concept to think about in general, you know? So like, imagine you are dealing with a full bodily change for the first time as an adult, right? Just let, let's just say hypothetically, you're dealing with a full fledged body change, um, as an adult or as a teenager, as a as a conscious being that understands what's going on. Now, imagine you don't have that understanding. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're feeling this pain somewhere in your body and you have no idea what's happening. And, you know, she's figuring that out for the first time. She's, she's finding where that pain is coming from. You know, like I said, she's pushing her tongue along her bottom lip because she, clearly she's trying to feel and can feel that that pain is coming from the place where her two front teeth will be and are about to be. Um, and she's feeling that. Then she's actually feeling the teeth. So it's this whole kind of I, I can imagine for a baby, it's this kind of mind fuck that they're going through because they're feeling this pain and then they're feeling this new physical thing that they've never felt before, right? So it just goes along with all of these firsts that a child uh, is coming to realize, right? And it's all part of growing up. But on top of that, what I never understood, what I never realized, right, is that Along with teething, it's not just boom, teeth come out and there's pain. No, it actually affects their body in so many different ways. And I was at the forefront of this experience this past weekend and for the last week. For the last week, my daughter's mood has been different. She's been very somber. She's not smiling as much. She is not, then, then she's going back and forth between not wanting to sleep or not being able to sleep, waking up in the middle of the night, crying, hysterically screaming that you can tell that something is wrong. She has she has extreme congestion in her nose to the point where like you think that she's getting sick and we're just like, oh, we put her in daycare, it's just germs. Um, and then over the weekend, she woke up randomly one night or one one morning with an 102.6 degree fever, which is insane. That's insane for an adult. For a baby, that is that's nuts. It's very it's very scary and it's very dangerous, right? We get to the doctor and they're like, "Yeah, it's because she's come because she has these teeth coming in." So, uh, you Again, this is something that nobody tells you or you don't really know or understand until you hit this point of parenthood. And it's very scary. You know, like I said, you you wake up one day or in, in our case, right, we had to come home early from a baby shower for, from our best friend from high school. And um, we had to come home early because we get a call from my brother-in-law saying, who is babysitting my daughter, saying that she wouldn't sleep. She was unable to sleep on her back. Uh, because her congestion was so bad, she wasn't able to breathe. So my wife and I spent the entire night, Saturday night, staying up, sitting on the couch, and holding her upright to sleep. You know, I did uh, I did from 1 a.m. or 12 a.m. until 5 a.m. and then my wife did did the rest of the morning. Um, and it was it was so it was so sad. 
and and like you just wanted to cry to see her in that much discomfort that she wasn't able to breathe you know um and you could tell that she was in some serious pain because what she didn't want was her pacifier. And, you know, her pacifier is like her go-to number one thing. She can't do, she can't sleep at all without that thing. She'll wake up in the middle of the night crying because she wants the pacifier, but she didn't even want that because her nose was so congested. She wasn't able to breathe if she didn't have access to her mouth to breathe. And then when you, when you, you saw that when she's breathing through her mouth, you know, she, her, her mouth was very dry. She was a little bit more thirsty, but she was so uncomfortable and in pain from the teeth that she didn't really want to eat that much. You know, it's, it's all these different things and symptoms that come along with getting teeth that you never no, you never understand. And you, and on top of that, you can read the books and they say, yeah, this can happen and this can happen and that can happen, but you never know exactly what's going to affect your child and what your child's symptoms are going to be. And, um, it, it was just, it was so, so upsetting to see her in so much discomfort. Um, it seems now that finally she's starting to, to, get accustomed to it um you know like i said she's pushing her tongue along the bottom gum and 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 against her her bottom lip so she knows that something is there and i think that maybe she's kind of connecting the dots and understanding that that's why she's so uncomfortable and so now she's been a little bit more playful coming off this weekend but it was very scary and it was very upsetting uh especially when you're getting that fever and you have no idea what it is because obviously as a parent when your child has a fever, the first thing you think is that they have the flu or they're really, really, really sick um, or something like that. And to have the doctor be like, listen, it could be a viral infection or she does have two teeth coming in and that could definitely is probably what's going on. You know, so um, again, it's, these are these things that you do not understand about parenthood until you are in the muck, you know. Um, so dad's out there, mom's out there, parents out there. Um this is that time right around that 27, 28, 29, you know, that maybe even anywhere between really 26 to 30 week period, um, your child is going to start developing teeth and know and be comfortable with the fact that they're going to be uncomfortable. They're going to cry a little bit more. They're going to probably be somber and their personality is going to change temporarily. Um, they're they're probably going to get fevers. They can get diarrhea. Uh, you know, last week she she was pooping a lot more than normal and big blowouts. And again, all normal things that come along with teething. So you know, um, don't be worried when these things happen. Obviously, you know, whenever a fever hits, you want to get it checked out. But don't get overly anxious um, about these things because. If you look in their mouth and you see that they have these little jagged teeth popping out, that is probably um, the reason for all of these things coming along along together. Now, I'm not an expert. I'm not guaranteeing that's what it is. So definitely go and take take the precaution to get them checked out. Take them to your you know their, their doctor, their pediatrician, uh, an urgent care if it's the weekend and you don't have an appointment and you need to. But don't be scared. You know, this around this time is when they start to teethe and with teething comes all of these different types of symptoms. So, you know, from my experience to yours, teething is a bitch for, for them. It is very uncomfortable. It's very painful. Um, but you know, give them some extra cuddles, give them some extra kisses. Um, and, and, Try to keep normalcy in them. Go that little extra mile to let your child know that it's it's okay. You know they 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 don't need they don't need to be scared about what's going on. You know, um, and, and that's been this week, man. That this teething thing is a real has been a real journey. Uh, and like I said, it's probably been the most difficult week since the very, very, very early days of, of having my daughter, uh, just because of all the fear and, and different symptoms that she's feeling that were so out of the ordinary. Um, uh, but you know what, with the second kid, I'll know exactly what's coming week 26 to 30. You're going to get teeth. As soon as those teeth come in, 
all right, I can settle down a little bit because this is all part of the baggage that comes with it. Um, and with that said, that is all for the first segment of this week's episode of Dad Hard with the podcast. Uh, you know we're about to jump into the musical break. And on the other side, we have our guest segment. Really awesome guest for you this week. Um, so stay tuned and we will catch you on the other side. Come and take a ride with me. With this week's episode of Dad Hard with a Podcast. And you know, once that music break hits, it is time for the guest segment of the show. And this week, as like all other weeks, my guest is a very special guest. I've actually known the guy since what, kindergarten? Uh, so who knows how many years that is, but it's somewhere in the 30 year range. Um, he is a father of a two year old or about to be a two year old and, uh, a film editor, filmmaker, uh, been invested in that world kind of his entire life is at least as long as I've known him, which is like I said, about 30 years. He's always had this passion, passion for film and for art and everything like that. And, um, he, his latest show is about to be on Showtime, uh, right? The docuseries is about to be on yeah, Showtime in right. May, that's which right. is fantastic. Yep. So it is my pleasure to welcome my man J.D. Marlowe to Dad Harvard the Podcast. How are you doing, bro? Great. How are you? I'm fantastic. This is awesome. Thank you for having me. Dude, thank you for coming on. I think this is, this is really cool. Um, we we kind of just like, I kind of reached out and reconnected after... However many years, like we haven't really. People are gonna think we're like sixty, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) So true, but you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? I'm sure they can look that up. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, But yeah, man. um, How is everything? You now have about a two-year-old daughter. Yeah, almost Um, two. Um, Things are good. They're busy, as any parent would tell you. But true, understatement um, at the at the least. But there's like you know there's like a certain rhythm to life that was not present in the first year sure so um you know things are always changing yeah. with a young kid but um but yeah she's growing up fast is is the second year does second year get easier than the first year i'm not gonna say it gets easier uh, <laughs> okay good i mean it, 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 it depends no, i don't really think anything gets easier it's just different yeah um uh, a composer friend of mine i asked him one time recently because he's got like a seven-year-old and i was i asked him the same question i was like so you okay your your kid's seven like is it easier? Yeah. And, he, and he was just like, no, it's not easy. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's just different, yeah. you know? Um, but you get to do things that you couldn't do, you sure. know, in the beginning. Um, and of course with that comes all the dangers of running into the street oh and all the tantrums. Um, and sometimes those two are combined yeah. where, you know, you can't run in the street. Oh, I can't, I'm going to have a tantrum in the street. <laughs> So, you know, you get, it's all of the above. You get, you get the whole, uh, the whole plate of excitement. For sure. Um, But, you know, we have a lot of fun and, um, you know, my wife and I just have a great time with her. That's awesome. That's really, really enjoying it. How long and your wife been married? Uh, we got married in 2011. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. But we've been together 15 years. Wow. College met. 
we, yeah, freshman year of college we met. Nice. That's awesome. It's yeah, I can't really believe that. Yeah, but, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, like by the time um, our daughter is in high school, we've been together like thirty years. Which that's is, crazy. It is crazy. It's, now it people is, are really going to think we're sixty. Then, then, yeah, then I then I will actually be almost sixty. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I can take credit for it then. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the time flies. It really does. Yeah, man. Um, but then you start to think about all the things that you've done together, sure. and then it's like, oh yeah, we actually did a lot. Did happen? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. So. Because that's the funniest thing that I found about parenthood, right? And I liked it. I liked that you like brought that looking back and see how much you do you've done. Um, I just told my friend of mine, and I feel like I've been a parent for four years. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like well, the we, first year is just yeah, epic. <laughs> yeah, epic. Everything mm-hmm. is everything is moving so fast. Mm-hmm. Everything, you know, they grow and they change at such a rapid pace yep. that like. It feels like you're getting years and years and years within a month. Well, you're aging years and years <laughs> and years. So it's also very true. You, the the lack of sleep probably has uh-huh, a lot to do with that. Uh-huh. You know, they just they suck the life out yeah, of you, is, but dude. but also inject it right back into you. Yes, but there's a lot of excitement. Yeah. I mean, joy that you can't really explain or express, sure. and that you couldn't possibly have known about until until you do. Until you do. Yeah. So. Um, it's not something that you can explain. Yeah. I don't think. For sure. No, you can't. Um, and I, I, I think about a lot of my parents saying to me at different times in my life, oh, you'll, you'll know when you have a child and this and that. And, um, but, and you're like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But of course that's, that's what it is. It is. It's know? exactly what it is. Yeah. That like you just get a whole new understanding for not only what parenting is, and how to take care of something else. But like you also get a better understanding of life and mm-hmm. what life is and how, totally. it, you know, totally. it's, um, it's super, super, super interesting. Um, I just like, I love it so much because every day is like a learning experience. Of course. You know? And it totally, and they're teaching you Absolutely. in a lot of ways. hundred percent. Um, so it's just, I, I, you know, and I grew up in New York as you did. Yeah, exactly. And, um, so I'm, now that she's starting to get a little bit older, like part of it is like, what can I show her about growing up here yeah. that, you know, that was special to me? Yeah. Um, because, and there's so many things. Sure. There's so many things. So you sort of, it's not that you're reliving parts of your childhood, but it's like, I wonder how this will develop through her now. Sure. You know, it really, everything really, is exciting to them. Have, so. have you been trying to do that a lot? Like, they've been making a, like a concerted effort to take her back through places that like you really dug when you were a kid? Um, I've started to think about it cool. a lot, and we've tried to do it a little bit. Um, my wife is not from New York. Um, not that she doesn't know about New York. Sure. We've been here like a decade now, but there are things like... The museum, like I just took um, our daughter to the Children's Museum on Monday nice. for the first time on the Upper West Side. And I remember going there as a kid and thinking it was fine right. or whatever. But like I took her there and she loves other kids. And she we had been away for a week and she hadn't seen many other children. And, and I asked her about it later. I was like, Madeline, what did you think of the museum? And she just said, children's. <laughs> and I was like, of That's course. Hilarious. Of course. But she loved it. You That's know, and it was, it was like, and I was like the sucker i was like i'll take the membership please you know <laughs> it's so true i we, we took my we've actually taken my daughter to the museum of natural history twice okay now, because she loves the butterfly exhibit amazing and my mother-in-law yeah. actually um volunteers in the butterfly exhibit oh cool so like we get the free passes and all that to good there stuff. you go it's, now it's you're doing great. it right it's great <laughs> um so like we, we we've taken her twice to the t-rex exhibit okay. and to the butterfly exhibit and she loves it yeah. and like Whatever, like if I was to go by myself, like I'd be like, all right, whatever, this is not. But to see her enjoy exactly. it and her eyes light up, exactly. it brings such a new experience of everything yep. to you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think having kids like does that in general, like even yep. them experiencing food for the first time, for example, like seeing them experience it, like yeah. it's almost like you're experiencing it again, but in a different way. And it, it well, just... it's it's also it's just very special to watch sure. somebody develop that way yeah, for and, sure. and uh and get to experience stuff for the first time and you know yeah i mean so that's all part of it yeah for you know? sure. and it just gets better that, yeah. that part gets better and better you know as they get older because i assume they understand more they, get, you know? they understand more i mean our daughter has conversations with us now about that's different so things great. it's just really cool you know yeah. like how was your day good you know like she she talks about yeah. stuff so 
Um, and like I said, she has opinions, but that also means we get to discuss things. Yeah, that's um, great. So it's just it's fun. She said no a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of no. There, <laughs> lately, there have been more yeses. Great, uh, which is a nice thing. That's fantastic. You, you like yeses are good. Sometimes she'll say no to something, and I'll say, you know, Madeline is her name. I'll say, Madeline, what about yes? And then she'll just go, yes. That's, that's so cute. So I'm like, aha, you can be influenced. <laughs> yeah. That's so adorable. Oh, man. Did you t- how did you take to fatherhood in the beginning? Was it kind of na- was natural for you? Did you, like, freak out a little bit? Was Oh, totally freaked out. Yeah. Okay, so th- this this you might appreciate this a little bit, but... So right before she was born, and I was totally freaked out about the whole thing okay. from a like pregnancy, is she going to be healthy yeah, standpoint sure. to like just the unknowns of like, how sure. to, what do you do when you have a baby? Like you just don't know. The anxiety of not knowing of course. is sometimes worse of course. than the anxiety of... Because it is of, one of the of, one things that like you have zero you know, like, back-end knowledge oh, yeah, of I have no, what to I, do. I have no reference for any of this stuff, and you do a class, and they're like, here's how you change a diaper, here's what you do in case of this, and you're like, okay, that's great, and I have pages of notes, but I don't know what that means, right. like, until you do it. So, um, but at the time, I was working on um, a project for Netflix, and uh, this particular thing had to do with a, a kid with um, who had seizures. She okay. had, had epilepsy. It was all about uh, it was about dogs and like a, a dog that could help detect the seizures and maybe help her with that. But part of it was they go to this place and there's all these other sick kids there. And for like three months before Madeline was born, I was just watching all this material of like sick kids and like, oh my God. and I'm like, is this gonna be my life? You know? Oh my <laughs> just, God! I'm like, I is this gonna go? Out. Is this gonna go south? And I'm you know like, and she's gonna be unhealthy and like. So my mind went to like the worst places. Yeah. Um, working on that <laughs> before oh she was God, born. Dude, I can't even imagine. I'm like freaking out just listening to you tell me about it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so it was that was like a source of stress on top of like I needed to like get the thing done by a certain time because we didn't know if she was going to be early or not. Sure. And so like there was that part of it, but it was also just like, man, is this going to go well? Sure. Like, sure. you just don't know. Like, of course. They do all the tests and everything and, you know, you just still, you're like, crossing your fingers and yeah. hoping it all works out and without getting into details about like you know when she was born like it was all fine but it barely works okay <laughs> like I, I i say this to everybody who will listen to me but yeah. it's like even when it goes perfectly yeah it barely works yeah for sure absolutely 100 so, percent. so i just think that's the miracle of life right there yeah, it's I, I, like, dude it's true it's the fact am- that it works at all the fact that it works is, at all is a miracle it's amazing and totally ubiquitous yeah which is really hard to reconcile those two things yes yeah, for sure um but you know she's healthy it's fine but like you know that yeah you know it was when when uh my wife had a c-section and when the doctor was taking her out we didn't hear a cry at first. Yeah. So we were yep. freaking out yep. that something was wrong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the tests, healthy, everything healthy is whatever. Yep. But we didn't hear, because, you know, every time you see something, baby comes out, That's immediately. Little, right, right. And we didn't hear it cry. Like, for a, a good amount of seconds. Like, my yeah, wife. Yeah, but those seconds. Feel, felt like hours. Yeah, they feel like. Oh, my God. Yep. I was freaking out. Yep. And, like. Obviously, as the dad, you have to be the one that's like, everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine. I wasn't <laughs> saying that. I wasn't saying anything. I was just like, well, because... <laughs> no, I, I wasn't like freaking out, but I that same thing happened to us. And um, there was a moment actually where uh, the doctors came in. They came in periodically yep. to check on things. And you could tell that this was just like regular for them. And they'd done this a million times. But I could tell... There was a moment later on where their tone shifted. And I was like, something's wrong here. Yes, and they're dude, not telling me. 100%. They're got, they just got very serious. Yeah, dude, 100%. <laughs> I mean, the same thing happened. Yep. It was like, it was like, calm down, Natalie, calm down, Natalie. And then there was like a silence over everything. Yep. And then there was like conversation that they were having. Yes. And like, you didn't know what it was. I was like, why are they whispering? Yeah, yeah, dude, That's they, not a good sign. <laughs> exactly. Dude, exactly the same experience. It's insane. Yeah. They started whispering. And then like all of a sudden he's like, he's like okay, you're good. We're taking the baby out now. Yep. And they take the baby out and no cry. Yep. And I'm like, and my wife looks up at me. She's like, everything okay? I don't hear her cry. I'm like, yeah, 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 it's fine. 
fine, it's fine, it's fine. That's, that's good of you to play, you played that perfectly. I had to. And then all of a sudden, she started crying, and I was like, oh, God, thank God. Right. I was like, oh, thank God. Yep. Yep. Um, it, but, but it was the same thing, that little, that whisper, that whisper. Yeah. That, I was freaking out. Yep. Uh, it's crazy that you had the same experience. Um, but but again, so, that's just to my point. Yeah. It sure. works. 100%. It does, but barely. But barely, yes. Yeah. 100%. Um, it's like whoever designed this ship was like, it's not a great design, but we'll get we'll get by. Yeah. The species will survive. It'll get you us. Right? It'll get yeah. us where we it need just, to go. They just like got us through with a very like you know rough design that they came up with. Hundred good enough, and then huh. then they moved on. <laughs> um, you touched on something very interesting, which is actually I wanted to talk to you about about you know your role in in film editing and filmmaking. And obviously, your your like you just alluded to you're watching tons and tons and tons and hours and hours and hours of material and also like you just alluded to a lot of stuff you do is like very heavy subject matter you know you've done like something on black lives matter you did the thing for netflix on the hasidic community you know this thing about the the girl with epilepsy and stuff like that um that's that's heavy shit you know like does that affect your like your methodology of parenting or the way that you look at the world in regards to educating your daughter about things or you know how you speak to her about certain topics um or anything like that like does does what you do with all that that subject matter does, does you find it shaping your method of fatherhood at all that's a good question um i i'm i'm not sure i'm okay. not sure yet okay. i feel like it's maybe too early i, mean, I know she's doing too, too early still. to know but um but it definitely i mean of course it affects my mood and sure, you know <laughs> for sure, 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 fine fine um, and all valid. of that but um but i think that you know i definitely bring my home my work home with me okay. not in the literal sense always although i do bring it home with sure. me literally but in the like mental sense of like i am thinking about stuff a lot yeah. you know even when i'm not working on it that's for me that's like part of the work but i think something happens when we're together it that shuts off and I'm doing something else now. Sure. You know, like this is our time together and, you know, you flip the switch. Yeah. And um, and in that way, it's kind of nice because if I am working on something that maybe is not the most joyful thing, uh, then, you know, I can put that aside and have fun with my daughter for a little bit. And it's, it's just like, you know, and when you're with someone who's that age, uh, they don't really have a much of a care in the for world. Sure, of so unless of they're like uncomfortable yeah. or hungry or tired, you know, it's like the cares are very basic. For sure. So, um, so we can just go to the playground and have a good time and I can come back to the hard stuff later. <laughs> it's great. Dude, it's, it's great that you're able to flip the switch because I feel like, I feel like parenting, you know, obviously I watch a lot of basketball. We played basketball when we were sure, growing up. Sure, sure, yeah. I, I watch a lot of basketball and they always talk about how like, you know, teams can just flip the switch, you know, like the Warriors, they can just flip the switch or whatever. Sure, and sure. And I feel like parenting is kind of like the process of mastering being able to flip the switch. Yeah. Because even yeah. when, like you said, if you're dealing with heavy stuff at work that like doesn't have you in the best headspace or you're sick or you're just upset about something or whatever, yeah. um, it's difficult in real life to change that mood. I will say though, I, I really can't take credit for doing that. You have no choice. You know, well, like, exactly. You know, like I have, I have things that I have to do in my life to take care of my daughter and to help my wife. And, sure. you know, like I have other responsibilities other than just if I was a hermit and had no, <laughs> no friends or loved ones and all I did was work, that would be one thing. Yeah. But like, so it's great that I don't have that life. Sure. Cause you know, then you have other places you can partition your mind into. No, for sure. Absolutely. Um, and that's, it's, it's really helpful. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, I mean it's it's definitely not easy sometimes, yeah. and my wife will tell you um, I will complain about work all the time yeah. about how many things I'm frustrated by or what this person did wrong and why it's you know making my life worse and yeah. you know everybody has those complaints of course uh, and she will kindly listen <laughs> and then I will make dinner you know? <laughs> so that's like or give my daughter a bat like so that's you just have to like move on yeah for sure it's it's. It is. You have to have a very short memory. You have to have a quarterback memory yeah, and be able of, to yeah. kind of flip that switch on and off yeah. as as necessary. Um, and like you said, sometimes it really isn't easy. It's like no, but you you just do it. You have to. You, you have just, to. Do just got to do it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so you do. So you do film editing, right? Yes. A lot yeah. of long hours. You say you just said you t- you take your work home with you. Yeah. Um, how does that affect the the time that you get to spend with your daughter? Are you sure? 
is like, are you at home working while like she's here and missing out on that time? Or are you at work working, missing out on that time? Sure. Um, how, how is that working for you? Um, it's working okay. okay. I mean, this is like one of my biggest concerns in life or has been has been, was, is, mm -hmm. all of the above. Um, when I sort of knew I wanted to do this for a living, I also knew that the hours weren't great and sure. that, you know, even if I didn't have a kid, like seeing your wife or, you know, hanging out, it's, it's, it affects other stuff, sure. obviously. Um, How many hours are you logging in general? I mean, I don't know. I don't, I haven't added it Go, up okay. really, but like, <clears throat> it, you know, a 12 hour day isn't like, crazy um and it depends on what stage of the process you're in sure. um uh th through experience i've tried to manage my time in the beginning of something because you know that at a certain point you pay up yep sure. um so uh you know i think experienced editors don't try to like shoot the moon the first week because sure. that's not going to be great for you yeah um you are going to you're going to pay up eventually for sure. and you should Make that wait as long as possible, <laughs> for sure. if you can. Um, so part of it, uh, at least for me, is just finding the best, most efficient way of doing it and having the most flexibility. Um, I mean, I, I'm able to work from home because I have the equipment to do it. Yep. So, um, Which is great. It's essential, yeah. I would say, because I can leave whatever office I'm going to at a time that is you know, okay, yep. not offensive to everybody and take the work home and keep doing it. Um, but also it has come with experience and the trust of people who I've sure. worked with that they know that I can work independently and get the job done and, and do something of quality. So all of that comes together in the right way so that I can see my daughter, you know, more than once a week during the work right. week. Because um, otherwise I wouldn't see her much at all. Yeah, for you sure. know, I would... Because she goes to bed at 7 p.m. Right. So I have to be here by 5.30 or 6 to see her even for an hour. Jesus. And, that's crazy. Um, and that's a really important hour. So yeah. I want to be here for that yeah. as much as possible. And this last thing that I was doing, um, we thought it was going to go on for about six months and it ended up being over a year. Jesus. And so at a certain point, because um, I was doing that for a while where like I was staying late and coming home from Brooklyn to the Bronx where we live and, uh, you know, three or four days out of the week not seeing her. And at a certain point, I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave because I can't do this yeah. for X number of months forward. So yeah. started taking stuff home and, you know, hopefully they like what I did the next day. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And so, what you, you know, so when you take your stuff home, you kind of, what, you do your time with the daughter, uh, you bath time, bedtime, food, whatever, yep. whatever it may be. And then she goes to sleep and you're like, all right, honey. Having a lock, lock well, in the office, and actually, it's it's real easy because my wife also has to work. So, gotcha. You know, she's an executive editor. She does books, and um, oh wow, yeah. So she's and she's like got her busy times, and when she's gotcha. got a lot of books coming up, and she's got a lot of editing to do, then that comes home too. So, um, you know, last fall was a busy time for both of us. Gotcha. Um, it's nice that you guys kind of have the same. Not necessarily the same schedule, but you guys kind of do the same thing, so you kind of understand each other's worlds a little bit better. Does that make it? I, I assume that makes it a little it's, bit easier it's, to. It's similar in a lot of ways. I mean, we're we're both dealing with uh, storytelling, sure. so I think there's we have a really great understanding about what each other is doing and what the challenges are. Um, I I feel like there's there's more of a time. Uh, suck on the stuff that I do yeah. just because it's more technical in nature sure. and it's um, it's editing but it's also writing sure. in a sense like um, and she's her role is sort of more like uh, the writer has handed her something and she's she's editing but she's giving notes and you know and helping do the rewrites but she's not sure. doing the rewrites herself, herself so right exactly it still takes a lot of time sure but if she had to also do the rewriting yeah. um that would not be you know feasible so gotcha um so yeah but we're also always talking about you know she knows everything about what i'm doing all the time yeah and I can't even show her something when it's done because she knows how it ends, and she knows <laughs> she knows what it took to get there, and she knows all the secrets, and you know, so like it's you know, she knows what's missing, what she, you took out. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's it's impossible awesome. for her to like enjoy it. That's <laughs> that, hilarious. So I, you know, I feel bad about that a little bit. She she's always willing to listen and and give interesting feedback about. 
That's awesome. What our problems are. <laughs> can she can she can she offer feedback as far as like the editing is concerned because she has that editing background with books or does it kind of oh, not yeah. relate at all? No, it it relates totally, and we're that's what I mean is we're constantly talking about that's story, awesome. and you know I'll I'll tr- sort of abstractly try to explain a problem, and she'll say, well, what if you did it this way? And I'll think, okay, you that's, know, that's really cool. You know, like that's a good idea. I'll, yeah. I'll think about that. And the thing actually on this last project, she was doing all the time, which I appreciate a lot now, is that. She was constantly criticizing my pitch for the, for the project, which I didn't, you know, if you said, well, what, what's this thing about that you're working on? Yeah. And I would tell you, and she, every time I would, she'd interrupt me, no, 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 that is not what it's about. <laughs> and, she would, and she would revise the pitch, but it was much better pitch. <laughs> and it, it took me way longer than it should have to adopt her better, pitch. better pitch. So this most recent thing, this your your project that you were building, like? Uh, so I was the editor on it. Okay. Um, it's a four-part series for Showtime. Right, the Showtime one, okay. Yep, and uh, with a couple of directors that I've worked with cool. for many years. And um, I, you know, worked on it in the development stage. Cool. Um, so knew kind of what the deal was from the beginning and uh, was eager to work on it just because I knew it had a lot of potential. And What's the pitch? Oh, the pitch is. <laughs> so it's... Yeah, <laughs> and it's about nothing. No, it's, it's, <clears throat> uh, no, so it is about a con man who uh, who specifically uh, cons women. Oh, um, yeah. Shit. Who ba- basically it's called? I think the term is love fraud. That's what okay. the series that's, is that's called. The, that's the show. He'll show, marry yeah. women and then basically run away with their money. And that's crazy. Um, yeah, and so uh, one of the women who he did this to started a blog, and other women found out about each other through this blog. And decided, well, we should try and get him. Get him like, yeah. you know, like he's run away and he's screwed us all, but we're going to get him. Yeah. And they found this bounty hunter in Kansas City and got her to help, and who's the most amazing character you can imagine. And then the filmmakers found out about this and got involved. And so it's just like this ensemble of people trying to take this guy's oh my God. ass down, you know? So so happy my wife gets Showtime because I'm, so I'm pumped up. That, that's You're the first person I met who has Showtime. <laughs> you know, my, my wife, well, my wife loves, um, my wife loves Shameless. Okay, sure. So, yeah, so, yeah, we, yeah. so we recently just like went on from the free subscription, like the free yeah, trial yeah. to just knock it back and do the whole thing, pay the yeah. 10 bucks a month or whatever. Right. Now I'm excited that I have it because that sounds fantastic. Yeah, and it's it's great. I mean, yeah. it's it's I, without giving away anything. It's it's a really really fun, awesome. sad, exciting uh, story and surprising. It's so really enjoyed working. See, on so it. something like that for me because I have a daughter, like that would freak me out. About because, like, <laughs> that's what, because I'm fi- like I'm finding like when I asked you like the things you work on if it shapes your your view on fatherhood or the world or whatever how you're raising your daughter or whatever that would affect me a lot because yeah. like I. You know, I now look at things from a female perspective because I'm trying to look at everything through sure, my daughter, sure. like, and try to kind of, I, I understand that side of the, I try to understand that side of the world. Yep. What, and like, something like this would completely <laughs> F me up because I would be like, yo, forget to having a shotgun at home for the boys knocking on your door. I'm going to do background checks and all that type of shit. They're like, something like that would really, really, really yeah. mess with my psyche just having a girl. Sure, sure. I mean, there's definitely tons of things that concern me having a daughter. Sure. The stuff of when things are done to you that, you know, that you can't control yeah. in some ways, that those are the things that I don't have a problem with as a man. Right. Um, that, absolutely. You know, absolutely. That, that's the stuff I think about a lot. Yeah. Maybe, obviously me too. I talked to, um, and, and I, I talked to friends that have like daughters that about the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of extra stuff that you have to think about as a man having a daughter, yep. which is probably why we all end up wanting some, most of us end up wanting sons when we get, you know, sure. Um, I mean, it's, it's just like, and I think you have that with any gender or whatever. Sure. It's just like, what's the stuff I can't control? Oh, most things. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so I guess I have, very, a, I have a problem with those things. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very good point. Did you did you want a son? Did you want a daughter? Were you indifferent? I mean, I I don't. Indifferent is not a good word to use when it comes to your kids. Uh, sure, but fine. I, but, I, 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 but yeah. I would say that I did not have a preference. Preference. There you go. That's a better word. Uh, <laughs> 
And I was really delighted to find out that we had a daughter. Yeah. Um, actually, my first reaction when they did the ultrasound was like, really? How can you tell that? I don't, I don't, they were, no, they're like looking at this picture and I'm like, okay, I see some lines and stuff. And they're like, you see that line right there? That dot? Yep. It's a, it's a girl. And I was like, okay. We came back like two weeks later. I was like, we got to ask again. I don't know what she was talking about. Like that. <laughs> I just don't, I just don't trust. Yeah, like, for sure. you know, like that was a dot. Yeah. Right. Okay. The, see the ultrasounds is like such a weird thing. Cause they're telling you, oh yeah, like that's its leg. And they're like, it doesn't look like a freaking leg. Yeah. Like, what do you what do you mean that's a leg? Like, how right. do I know that you're telling me that that's a leg? They're like, yeah, don't you see the toes? I'm like, no, I don't. I see a bunch of wavy black lines. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean that 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 whole that whole process is just nuts. It's nuts. And like you know, I speak to my parents and and you know, um, grandparents and stuff like that um, on Amanda's side, and they're like, we didn't do ultrasounds. <laughs> like, why are you guys having an ultrasound every it's month? So true. Like, we just. We just did it and the baby came out, like, and it was fine. We have pictures of, like, when my wife was an infant in her crib surrounded by stuffed animals and we're like, you were trying to kill her, you know? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> oh my God. My, my, my brother-in-law was babysitting uh, last weekend and he comes, like, we're putting her to bed and he goes, where's her blanket and pillow? <laughs> 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 we're just like, Dude. <laughs> Where's the plastic bag you're supposed to put over her? Like, you forgot that. It's so, it's so, it's just so funny how, like, you know, even, even parent, our parents, right? There's so much difference between how we raise kids and how they raise kids that, like, there's, there's such, like, a miss on a lot of, on a lot of things. Like, my in-laws and my mom all the time are like, wait, why aren't you doing this, this, and this? We're like, because that can kill her. You know what I mean? Or, Or because, like, that's bad like she's gonna be like overheat or whatever or be too cold or whatever it might be you know it's crazy how different how different it is yeah there's definitely a gap there i mean i you know and you you only find that out once you start to get into it you're like oh they they would never have done it that way or you know this or that so um but it's already happened to us where we had our daughter in this like rock and play thing for the first year of her life, only to find out that that was also going to kill her. And well, because it got recalled. It got recalled. You, you so, used it and you and loved it. Yeah, and, and we're like, great. We we are, she's not even two yet. And we've already tried to kill her. Yeah, <laughs> so. dude, that's what that my buddy, my buddy has two kids. Swears by the rock and play. Sw- yeah. Tried to give me his, and uh-huh. I was like, absolutely not. Yeah, that got can't. recalled. I was like, you, you but Chase can't. loves it. What do you mean? He's, Swears by saying we're not getting that no. thing. It's gonna kill. Sadly, it's yeah. crazy. Um, um, like all these, these are all like things that you don't think about when you because like with the rock and play, it was because they could turn over yeah. and suffocate themselves. Right. If you weren't looking at them, right. you know what I mean. Like yeah. that was the whole thing. Yeah. And like you know that you have to like watch a kid, but like you don't realize until you have it that That's you have right. to like look at it all the time. That's right. And make sure. But it also these things aren't like a straight line because every time they come out with some new stroller and some new crib or some whatever, like. Then you find out like a year or two later that, oh, actually it was dangerous for this reason and then they have to fix it. So like, uh, I mean, you look at like the, um, some of the equipment that they used 30 years ago with kids and you're like, how is it they didn't just like cut themselves all the time on like that metal, you know, thing that, you know, they ate off of or hundred percent. So, you know, it's a, it's it's all a process, right? But then of course you have something, you have sometimes where my, my mom gave us my like old, like Tiffany Sterling silver, like rattle. And my wife is like, why are there dents in the head of this rattle all the time? (laughs) My mom's like, because he used to like bite it when he was teething. Uh And she's like, why the hell would somebody be biting metal? That sounds like the worst thing ever. You know what my daughter's favorite thing is right now? My Sterling silver Tiffany's rattle. And you know what she does all the time? Bites it. it. All because she's teething. All the time, my wife's like, "Oh, that makes sense now." Your gift to her, yeah. <laughs> gift to her is a metal thing for her That's to bite right. down on. That's right. That's hilarious. There's probably no lead in it. Yeah, no, I, I hope. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Um, so, do you with with your editing? Do you like work? Is it a big company that you work for, a studio, or do you do freelance type of stuff? I, I've been a freelancer for nine years. Okay. So, um, which is you know great and also difficult because as soon as something ends you're like what the hell am i going to do next for sure um on the other hand something will end so if it's 
not my cup of tea or, you know, I want to move on, then sure. I have the option to move on when it's over. Does it allow you the freedom to kind of pick and choose things that you want to do sure. and when you want to do it to be able to get to spend more I time mean, with I, your daughter? I consider myself very lucky that I am at a place where I can say no to something awesome. and not worry that I won't work again. Sure. So that is a huge blessing and it's, you know... I, I believe people do make their own luck, but there's also like a lot of luck involved. Of and, um, you know, we're in a time right now where there happens to be a lot of work out there. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I can turn down something that like either I think is not going to work for me personally or it's not going to work for my family for a variety of reasons. Um, or I can say yes to something that I think, you know, has all the upside in the world and yeah. will be difficult, but like, it's worth it. Yeah. So, um, and there are people that I've worked with consistently on many things that, you know, you have relationships with. And that's, sure. That's a big part of it too. It's all about who you know, right? And, yeah. I mean, I, that is true. Yeah. That is true. But I think it goes further than that, which is like, it's all about who you worked with. Sure, right. For sure. Well, it's <laughs> and, all about who you know that can yeah. vouch for what you can do. Totally. Totally. And, you know, I think, and I've worked on things that like, uh, I wouldn't put it at the top of my resume, but the fact that I worked on them and did an okay job with it and the person who I was working with saw how it came together and that becomes a reference for other awesome. things. So yeah. like, you know, a lot of it is like reputation building and word of mouth and, sure. you know, this person liked what you did and so they told their friend who's, it's not a huge business. Sure. So, um, and that's how you build your reputation. So that's... Awesome. that's and I tell that to like assistants and stuff yeah. that I work with coming up. Like, doesn't matter what you're working on, do a great job yeah. because the editor you're working with, the producer you're working with, whoever is looking at what you're doing or how it's getting done will make a note of that. For sure. And pass your name on. Does your daughter understand anything like what? the world that you're in at all yet does she no I mean, well, does, what I mean does, she, does she understand does she understand like her 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 mommy like works with books and her daddy works with movies and TV. Not, not yet, no, not yet. Not okay. yet. I mean at some point she will um, but like I I listen to different interviews with like comedians and you know actors or different or directors or cre different creative people mm -hmm. who you think of as like maybe famous or well known sure. and, and when they get asked about their kids there's like an interesting through line, which is like the kids don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Dude, I mean, you're just Kobe my dad. You're yeah. just my dad. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So, Kevin Hart says that all the time. Yeah. He's like, everybody thinks I'm the funniest person in America. Not my kids, kids think I'm the corniest right. human being That's alive. Right. That's right. So the, they don't understand I, how my that is like money. always in the back of my mind. Yeah. Um, so I don't conflate the fact that I might be working on something that I think is really cool yeah. that a lot of people are going to see with the fact that my daughter will think I'm cool. Sure, for sure. It has nothing to do with for that. Sure. And she will never think I'm cool because of my work. Yeah, so. for sure. For sure, for sure. But she might think your work is cool, what you do. Maybe if I'm really <laughs> lucky. If I'm really, really lucky. Um, uh, is she? Does she have the creative gene in her like you like you do? And like apparently your wife, does she have that yet? Is that coming I, through at all yet? She loves to read, which okay. is really great. Great. Um, so the storytelling stuff is there? Yeah, I mean, she's a huge reader. So we, we're really happy that, you know, our daughter is into reading. Cool. Um, we just started her on an episode of Sesame Street like a few days ago. Wow. That was like a big thing but she was pretty captivated by it so my daughter's already watched already watching sesame Street. okay we put her we th yep. like we we throw it on she loved she we i bought her a cookie monster doll for tonica yeah she it, went crazy great. over it it's it's great i mean there's a reason why it's been around for sure 40 years or yeah. whatever but um 50 is it 50 50 this oh is the, this is year 50 wow they just did five episode 500 or something like that and they're, oh they're in the 500s now amazing yeah so we've got and it's on hbo and it's on hbo yeah so luckily we have hbo yeah. but we uh yeah we've got like the whole backlog of things that we can watch so we we turned on the one we watched was like from from the i'm using air quotes but the new season <laughs> yep. um and the episode starts with like Big Bird Skyping with someone and yeah. I was like you know what yeah. we should go into the older seasons <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I bet you they don't FaceTime <laughs> yeah. 
the amount of technology that's now utilized oh in Sesame Street yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. It's all FaceTiming <laughs> uh-huh. and like every Elmo is like FaceTiming somebody in every episode. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. Which is fine because our daughter FaceTimes a lot sure. with her her grandparents who, who live in Maine and, sure. and all that. So, um but uh but yeah it was like well we we could we could turn back the clock if we want to yeah. that that's nice yeah, too it's great um but yeah and answering your question about i mean i don't she she is always singing which great. is really cool um she has memorized certain songs that's awesome like raffi songs and stuff awesome and um uh, which is like amazing to me yeah that she has that kind of memory but yeah so i don't know i mean it's that's part of the fun yeah. of like watching somebody. She's still young too. Developed for that, yeah. all that stuff to come out, but the reading thing is fantastic. The reading thing is great, and um, she'll be upset when we have to stop reading. Wow, you know, you know, she she'll get frustrated. She's very, and that's what I mean when I say she has opinions. Yeah, for sure. You know, she knows what she wants to do and gets upset when she can't do it, which sure. is great that you know what you want to do, but you have to also learn that. You, you can't do everything you do want to do all the time. The thing you want to do. Um, sure. Sounds great, man. Um, we're going to wrap up here in a minute. And there are two questions I always end every set, like every guest segment with. Uh, the first question I'm going to ask you is, uh, what is your favorite thing or favorite experience so far about fatherhood? That's a really good question. Favorite single thing? It's the single thing, single experience, or, you know, chain of things or experiences <laughs> that can go under an umbrella or whatever. Interpret it as you will. I don't know how to answer that because there's a lot of really joyful moments sure. that are really special. These days, it's just getting like a nice hug. Yeah. Wow. It's just like, it's just really great. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, seeing her face light up when you walk through the door is that's is that's just, the best is yeah it's yeah. Kinda, it's just the best yeah so that's not like specific to a in an instance sure but it's a moment that reoccurs sure that of course is every, it's special every time absolutely so um you know i you know want that to go on as long as it will go on you know i, I can only pray <laughs> i, ho- I hope she's forever. happy to see me when she's 30 <laughs> But, and then we're actually 70. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. I mean, um, uh, yeah, and, and the other thing that comes to mind is just when she was an infant, when she would fall asleep just on my chest, yeah, which is, that went quickly, and I kind of miss it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, so you just got just to gotta appreciate. Got to appreciate all the moment. little things. Exactly. Got to appreciate. Exactly. That's I know what... that's like a total, totally trite to say. But of like... course, but it's, um, but it's so true. Yeah. Especially when in the early stages of childhood, because like you said, it goes so quickly. It changes so fast yep. and it comes and goes and it's like, you, wait, wait, you were just doing this yesterday yeah. and now you don't want to do it anymore. You're on the moving train, yeah, you know? exactly. You, you don't get to get off the train, I so... You know? God, it's so it's so sad. I wish I could just stay on every train that she's going through right. the whole time. You know, yeah. um, the last question I ask is uh, another doozy. A little, sometimes can be a doozy. As a as a father now, you're almost two years into it. Yeah. What's the best piece of advice that you can give to a oncoming dad, an expecting dad, a new dad, somebody that's behind you in daddom, etc.? Oh, that's totally easy. Oh wow, fantastic! That's like the easiest question you've asked. Wow. <clears throat> um, be around when she's born and learn together with your wife. Awesome. For as long as you so true. Long as you can. So true. Um, you know, I know most people have to go back to work after, you know, ten days or two weeks. It doesn't make sense to me. Yep. Um, the fact that we were doing all of it together and learning the ropes together. Yep. It's not only important that you know how to both do things, but it just it creates there's a balance and an there's a division of understanding and a trust that just comes with all of it. Like all the dividends pay forward. Yeah. Like it's, I it's, agree 100%. it's like essential. Yeah. So I would say that if, and it's, it's easy to say, not a lot of people can actually do it sure. because they need to work. They need to make money. They have, you know, other complications in their life, whatever those things are totally makes sense. But, um, and it's like a society problem too. Like we should be making it as easy as possible for both parents to be together with a newborn child for as long as they can. Um, so it makes for better parents. It makes for 
better kids, better home life, all of it. So it's just, yeah, it's essential. Dude, I actually think that's the, that might be the best answer that I've gotten to this question because it's so, it is so true and it is so important for both parents to have the support of each other in that moment because you're learning so much that you have no frame of reference for. JD, this was fantastic. Cool. This was great. I'm glad we got a chance to do this. Um, thank you for coming on. Thank you for, thank you for, for doing everything. Uh, that's all for this week's episode of Dad Hard with a Podcast. As always, thank you very much to my guest, JD Marlowe. Uh, definitely check out the show Love Fraud on Showtime that he was a part of in the whole process. I'm very excited to watch it. And you already got the pitch on this you got the premiere yeah, pitch we got a free plug out <laughs> you got a free plug that's of course. i had no Come idea on, man. that's what we do bro <laughs> that's what we do uh but yes Thank you again for tuning in for Dad, with Dad Hard with the podcast. To connect on a fatherhood brotherhood, always shoot us an email, dadhardpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at dadhardpod and follow the Facebook, facebook.com slash dadhardpod. Until next time, same dad hard time, same dad hard place. Until then, we are out. Peace. Remember back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Gotta remember the good times. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Remember back in the days before you had brains or cared about your ways. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Ain't that the truth, man? I wish you could go back being a little kid again, man. Remember them good times. Everything was free spirit and all that. Talking the playground. He was playing on the monkey balls or whatever. Sprinklers. Hydrants going off in the street in the summertime. That home cooking.